In his opening statement, President Cyril Ramaphosa said he is not at the Commission of Inquiry into State Capture to make excuses for the governing party or defend the indefensible. The ANC has taken this position knowing that the organization would itself be placed under great scrutiny and that the process of examining these matters would very likely be difficult and painful for the ANC. The president appeared before the commission as head of the ANC. He said the party did not take much cognizance when the phenomenon of state capture was first raised by Transport Minister Figilem Balula at a National Executive Committee meeting in 2011. Mbalula said he had been informed of his cabinet appointment by A.J. Gupta before it happened. Ramaphosa says subsequent interventions by then-parliamentary chief whip, the late Jackson Mtembo, and the then-secretary-general of the ANC, Gwede Mantashe, were inadequate. It had shortcomings in living up to the expectations of the people of South Africa in relation to enforcing accountability and engendering a culture of effective consequence management. As the leadership of the ANC, duly elected at its 54th conference, we acknowledge these shortcomings as an organization. When questioned about the ANC's catered development and deployment policy, Ramaphosa said it is not unique to the party and it cannot be faulted in principle. It is a common feature of democratic practice around the world. And I think if properly described and is not diluted through various other intents and forms, it is a useful process used by governing parties around the world to make sure that the mandate that they've been given by the populace is carried out. And that was the President Sildur Maposa ending that report by Busi Chimombe in Johannesburg. So what is your reaction to the acknowledgement of President Sildur Maposa that the ANC did not do enough to fight corruption and state capture? Meanwhile, the ANC Disciplinary Committee in the Northwest has found the former Premier and ANC chairperson in the province, Supramomopelo, guilty of misconduct. He has since been suspended from the party for five years. For reaction to this, we now joined on the line uh, by Ungama Mtinka. He is a political analyst from Nelson Mandela University. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Morning. Thank you for having me this morning. Let me start off with the suspension of Supramomo Apello, the former premier in the Northwest. Did it come as a surprise to you? It's a very interesting development. I mean, there's been some moves against him for some time now in the Northwest. And I think that uh, now that there's a decisive way forward, it signifies what in fact is happening at a national level too, where some feel that action must be taken against some people fingered in corruption, but also in uh, acts of misconduct, uh, so that uh, they may do whatever it is that they've been threatening to do, or not even threatening, but mobilizing to do. So I see this as a way of attempting to push the camp that uh, among others, belongs to, uh, to do what they think uh, is necessary so that the party actually goes through whatever conflict that arises from that hard action and 
which will culminate in some either relative stability or fiercer contestation leading up to the next conference. But once somebody is, is, is suspended, then it even uh, deals a blow on their political ambitions in the party. Mm-hmm. How ugly can the fight back be from those within the ANC, the members, who might feel that they are being targeted and, and purged from the African National Congress? The challenge is resources to fight uh, because it's fine that some of these uh, people are no, they no longer have access to uh, dispense patronage um, and also weakened politically. Um, so there are many odds against what they can do. But we've seen that factions have grown to the extent they're bigger than the party. So I don't think that they will withhold anything that's within their power uh, to do in order to try and counter the moves against some of uh, their comrades. Mm -hmm. Now, this comes at the back of the ANC president, as well as the sitting president of South Africa, continues to give evidence at the Zondo Commission and and ahead of Friday's deadline for the step-aside resolution, which is supposed to be implemented. Sure. I think that with respect to the commission, it was an important step uh, for the president to go and answer but it is by the start. There's a lot of, uh, I think, cross-examination that's required in order to test some of the things that the president says against the backdrop of what's already known in the public domain. So, for example, what is spoken about how they were not involved as the deployment committee in the appointments of a lot of SOEs and uh, uh, boards of executives and board members. Um, it would be interesting to get to understand as to how they responded uh, to that and, our, and and also i mean other things that that that, that pertain to the rule of law. I suppose he will answer those when it goes back, uh, such as, for example, why it was necessary to take uh, people who had been selected through a free and fair open application process uh, and have those people subjected to the deployment committee and uh, what were the parameters for those things. So I do feel that uh, today the commission is going to need to press a lot harder in getting answers from the president on some of these things. But do you think the president, uh, President Ramaphosa, effectively dealt with the cater deployment policy at the Zondo Commission yesterday? Well, what I appreciate about both him and uh, Gwenda Mandashi is they they had the courage to state what is it that they believe in concerning the cater deployment. That's fine. Whether or not that's fair is a philosophical issue. Mm. So, for example, why do they think that it's not scandalous to have uh, the deployment committee, uh, you have a de facto oversight or some role over recruitment processes at the level of the state? I mean, why should they not just... Uh, be consulted when they they call for applications are going to be made, and that's it as to which candidates get appointed thereafter. It becomes purely a function of uh, the assessments of those candidates and whichever candidate emerges as the leading following those assessments, not something that still needs their final decision. That the president didn't think that that's scandalous uh, leaves much to be desired, but it's a philosophical issue. Mm. The, for, the, point, the point is that they have stated it, uh, both him and Guadimantash. Mr. Tinka, thank you so much for your time. That was political analyst from the Nelson Mandela University on Gama and Tinka.